Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I don't need an ice sculpture to give you a chill. I live every day in the moment because tomorrow is one step closer to Jax Taylor's return. <laughs> it's like, bar- it's barely a tagline. It's barely a tagline. Oh my God, you guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 509-ish. I think I actually do know the number on this episode. So you should feel really treasured with that kind of I actually memory. do appreciate it. Do you count the ones that are before... Like four ninety nine, four ninety nine, and like three quarters. Um, was I counting them? No. So I, so I ran into some trouble in the lead up to five hundred because I knew that five hundred wasn't going to be ready in time for like the actual math. So then I was talking about it with a couple people to be like, "Can I do four ninety nine point one? But how does that work?" after 500 like can I go back and just add a couple and it's like no so so we're doing Andy's girls math so it will never be a so if this is 509 it is officially 509 not 511 if that makes sense like Uh the decimal points exist in their own special like PK's tax returns Mm. we're using fun math and that is what is ultimately most important you guys did I say it's Andy's girls it's Andy's girls you know what's up I'm so excited to be (laughs) Can you tell I'm going on a trip this week? Absolutely. My brain is on fire. I'm so excited to be joined by a return guest, Housewives writer and culture commentator, Louis Peitzman. Louis Peitzman, how are we? Um, Doing very well. It's a day off. It is a day off. It's President's Day. So shout out to all the presidents out there, Mm -hmm. all the presidents listening, you know, Garfield, Kennedy, Mm -hmm. um, Obama. I should be so lucky. Um, I guess that's it. That's it. I can't think of any others. Yeah, it's pretty much Roosevelt. Couple of of them. them. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a teddy bear? Honestly, exactly. I stand. I mean, I I don't like Teddy Mellencamp, but I do like the originator of the teddy bear. I Teddy Roosevelt feel like Teddy is haunting you in a way that like like the way that she will appear in every single episode. Somehow, it's like her power, and it's it's sick. It's absolutely it's sick. sick of me or of her to continue of her, to her, have this power over her, me. Her not like psychic power where she just kind of like shows up. You know what I think a part of it is? I have a feel, a specific feeling of frustration that she blocked me when I asked her if I could have carrots as a snack because <laughs> you're still waiting for an answer. I I still haven't. I, I've missed baby carrots for years at this point because I'm still in a place of vegetable with high sugars purgatory but i i want to be able to judge her more fully when i see her announce these random ass podcasts like the one with i'm sorry has any did has does anyone have interest in the ed's podcast genuine question it's okay if you do no well it's hard to tell because i feel like bravo in general and i know that's not a bravo podcast but just like there's a there's a through line here tries to make the husbands more than they really are. And I think it's because of, like, there's this idea that, like, I I think personally it's about, like, 
attracting more straight men to Bravo, where they try Ew. to make the like husbands more characters. Like, is that what that is? I I think it is because so much of it is like bro comedy. Like, if you watch the Husbands of Jersey, they're always like it's very broed out, and Andy is always like. You know how, like, Andy's obsessed with, like, any straight man who likes Bravo? He's obsessed with Joe Gorga, yeah. Like, that's why, yeah, Joe Gorga. Oh, but, like, Jerry like, O'Connell, Michael Rappaport, Michael Rappaport. Like, people who, like, constantly get invited back. Those because are the like, two. But they're, like, straight men who like Bravo, and he, like, loves that. Um, John Hamm, I guess, would be another one. But well, I mean, who isn't obsessed with John Hamm? Absolutely. That would make sense. Um, I think that, the, to me, like, the husband thing is always, like, I can't tell who it's for. It's not for me. Um, the only show where like I like the husbands is married to Med because it's like really a show about marriage in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mostly I'm like, I don't want to see them besides aside from like occasional scenes. Like mm. obviously I love Russell. Like there's husbands that I really appreciate, but mm -hmm. I don't like husband scenes. And I feel like that podcast like comes out of the idea that like we the audience want to see more of the husbands or hear from them, which I do not does not resonate with me at all. That's interesting. I don't feel like we're watching husbands through a male gaze, which is why I don't feel like it's intended to be for a straight male audience. We're watching it through, I think, a woman's gaze in how the stories are told, noting that a lot of the like leadership creative on these shows yeah. are gay men. Certainly, that's like the it's through not, line on Watch What Happens, but yeah, I feel I, like it's watching husbands for women. I guess. And for I just, gay men. I just, I do feel like part of it is like that there's like an emphasis on like these solo stories where it's like men's stories. Like, I feel like Jersey's a weird anomaly because Joe Gorga is so much, Joe Gorga is essentially like one of the housewives in terms of like the drama and like the storylines. But I just feel and the like. the value. Totally. But I feel like they've really push the husbands as characters in a way that I am not into. And so when when you say like, does anyone care about that podcast? Like, I don't at all. But I also like don't care about the husbands. I think you're right that those husbands in particular are like, why would I want to? Yeah, if Joe Gorga... Mm. <laughs> it, because <laughs> then, like, if it was Joe and Frank, I would honestly And it be... wasn't like some weird scam. Well, Frank... Well, okay. I just was thinking about that show that like the comedy show that like wasn't real. Oh uh, well, I guess they got scammed sure. by someone who don't. I'm no, okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure. I I'm would sure be they into get... a podcast with Joe Gorga and Frank because I, when Frank giggles, it's like my heart skips a beat. Yeah, I do like Frank. Um, I, I just, I think that like, I don't know. I mean, who is that podcast for? Is like a really important question that maybe they haven't asked, and maybe it doesn't matter because like they're they have so much money and they're like making enough and they can afford to have some like lesser mm. podcasts like i don't know that like their bottom line will be affected by that it's just surprising that the husbands would have a podcast before let's say other housewives like they do have two jays in a pod or whatever the fuck like with with yeah jennifer and um jackie I but it's it... surprising they don't have more of it and i know a new one with emily but you but would why? think they would <laughs> uh, well i mean i love emily so it's not that it's like i think that they're it's getting really messy i have to imagine that bravo is like because you know how they have to like swap people out when they're talking about their story storylines in their own yeah. shows like it just gets more and more messy to have so many simultaneous podcasts featuring housewives from different cities like it just seems like it could be really complicated it kind of takes like you don't want to let them talk about their own shows it could cut into like the after show or the reunion to have them commenting on anything during i don't know i i guess the whole podcast world is sort of confusing to me in terms of like how much control Bravo has over it, because I feel like they've sort of given up in some ways. Like, I think a lot about, like, 
Vanderpump Rules and like my reaction to Tom Sandoval this season, which is like mm-hmm. very informed by the interview he did that came out the day of the premiere. The Nick Vial. Yeah. Which I will watch. Oh, I haven't. I just like parts of it. I'm not going to oh, look okay. the whole thing. I am. I'm doing that. My at point, some point being that like every time he talks about like the guilt he feels or that he's trying to make, I'm like, well, you you just give an interview that happened after you did this whole entire season where you clearly have like no actual self reflection or remorse here. So like it takes away from my ability to like really buy into that storyline. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of those reasons why they don't want their cast like chatting up every podcast host during the season or before it airs but that only explains current cast members i don't understand why like cynthia bailey doesn't Mm. have her own show where she's talking about other shows now i don't know how much housewives cynthia specifically watches but there are over a hundred housewives yeah it's just surprising we skip to the husband you want peggy you want number peggy slahian yeah i want to obviously they specifically strategize the order of housewives joining the franchise (laughs) to make sure that peggy s would be the special hundred that was the way she i mean it was it was a time and it's giving a little anna marie energy honestly peggy Peggy s anna marie can i ask you a question about that yes what do we think the future holds for anna marie i don't know i really don't i was so sure she'd be fired like one and done i actually think she probably is one and done um because it feels like there's a lot from her that we have not seen Like, both because she was bad at presenting herself and because it seems like there were things edited out. Mm. Um, Whether that was because of the stuff with the husband or... Allegations made about him that came out the week of her. But there was also all that stuff about the transphobic comments where, like, Mm. apparently she was confronted on camera. I don't know this for sure, but there there was, like... That's what Streets are saying, but like grain of salt. That there was the street? That there were scenes, there was some scene with like Crystal and Sutton and maybe Erica talking to her about this. And that like, wow. I don't know if that's true. Do you know what happened during the conversation? That they were just like, what, are, what is this about? Do we know what she said in response? I think she was probably like, I stand by what I said, but like, thank you for having a dialogue. I don't know. I'm total. this is like fanfic now. I have no actual proof of this. Okay. But... I I would believe that that happened because it was like a news like people were talking about those mm. quotes and like tweets and all that and I think that the housewives like Crystal is like savvy enough that she would want to kind of get ahead of that and say mm-hmm. something. Um, Erica, I think, given her audience and like her fan base, would say something. You know, I think it, it, it's very plausible to me that that happened, and it's also makes total sense that Bravo would edit that out. Mm-hmm. It's pretty unpleasant. Um, they know that they are appealing to viewers who have very different views about that. Um, and I think to me, if they, if that did happen, it did edit it out. Part of it would be because she's one and done anyway. So what's the point of even like giving her this time to do this? Um, that's speculative. But like beyond that, I just don't know what role she fills. And I don't know. I do think they're going to have to do some casting changes next season. Do you? I don't know. I feel so weird about Beverly Hills. Do you? I feel so weird about it because I've been so anti for so long. Beverly Hills, prior to the season, Mm. I've been so anti. And you're from Beverly Hills. Yes. Um, Not like, not where like they're from. Well, a lot of them aren't from where we say they're from. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, I, I was so anti. I was not looking forward to this season at all. And then I was super, super into it for like the first like... Up to, like, the dinner party from hell, part three or whatever it was. Um, I was super into it. And then, like, 
it became a chore for me. And I think it was a lot of different factors. Like I think Anna Marie was like one of the biggest ones, just like that and esophagate and all of that was like such a, it was unpleasant. Mm. Um, But what felt like at the start of the season, Kyle opening up in a way she hadn't ever done before. And like, she was really giving us like more of her, I don't know. I mean, I just felt like a, a realer side of Kyle and Dorit to an extent. I mean, that conversation they had in Vegas, I was like so into that because I was like, let's cut the bullshit. Let's like talk about what's really going on. Um, I feel like it's like we've fallen back on old habits where now I feel like I'm not getting that from Kyle and certainly not from Dorit. I feel like Erica had this great like sort of, you know, re- like she was, it was a comeback season for her. Mm-hmm. And some I had never really been an Erica fan but I certainly like found her to be pretty detestable over a couple seasons. So to have her be so likable was like a big deal. And now we're like back to her complaining about people, you know, not congratulating her and getting to keep her blood money earrings. Um, allegedly. Um, I just feel like it kind of, it kind of fell back into a lot of patterns that had made me turn on the show in the first place. And so now mm-hmm. I'm not excited to watch it and I'm like ready for the season to be done, which is not how, I felt when it started. I thought it was like the best it had been in years and I didn't miss Rena at all. And I, and I still don't, but I just like, it's like fallen a lot for me. That's interesting. I mean, I, the, the Rena of it all, I think is a through line for at least content creators who I connect with. Um, because I don't think anybody, I like forgot that she's on, she was on the show. It I've feels seen, like so long ago. Right. I've seen people on Twitter I know you're not on Twitter because you're a sane person. You yeah. don't do that in your life. Thank you. Thank you so um, much. I've seen people being like, the season is boring. Like, we need Rinna. And it's like, that's, not, that's that's absolutely not the problem. And Rinna was not, not boring. Rinna was boring Rinna was her own toxic way. energy that I felt was unwatchable. She was such a distraction on social and you could not get her in line. Totally. I just feel she like... She was like ruining her job. I feel like she was gone. Everyone like made an effort. And then it's like everyone kind of sank back into, or maybe it was like, they felt like Sutton versus Anne-Marie was enough. They could all kind of like, I don't know. Don't you feel like Kyle has like really pulled back? And maybe part of my frustration is that interview about how she's blaming the media for the Morgan stuff, which I find to be a little laughable. Um, given the music video and yeah, the music video is like exhibit a, the music video and all of like, and, and all of those very public appearances and paparazzi photos and all of that, like the way she kind of was like, you guys have a sick mind, basically, I found to be really annoying. And the show is being edited as if she and Morgan have a thing, like unequivocally. So if that's all like bullshit, that just makes me more annoyed. Also, the ways her friends talk about Morgan is confusing to me. Like it feels like, when she went on Jeff Lewis, he was on his best behavior because he's like pissed her off several times. Yeah. But it felt like he was like erring on the side of just being extremely careful with his words and how we talked about Morgan and then kind of like sort of awkward, which it's it's awkward. This isn't he's a, a genuinely like a great interviewer. Yeah. But when he was trying to sort of hedge his bets with like and Morgan's a friend, it just there's something about it where I'm like, this is in the way Teddy talks about it. Yeah. My I dear friend. It's, it's, listen, I think everyone, whether they're on reality TV or not, is entitled to some level of privacy, of course. But I feel like with Kyle, it's such a push and pull where it's like she gives a little bit and then she 
kind of retreats and it's like you've had enough like there's not going to be more discussion over this i'm sure that we'll get more about her and mauricio obviously in the finale at the reunion but i still feel like she's just kind of i don't know like i i don't feel the way i felt the start of the season where i was like so like i was really looking forward to kyle scenes and now i don't feel that way I think that there's a sense of some level of frustration that some fans have, and certainly that I think we're going to see the cast exhibit when it's discovered on the finale that, you know, they've announced or an announcement has been made without their uh, approval, um, which happens, uh, that they are separating or separated. And there's been, uh, we're we're seeing in the kind of lead up to the finale that, um, that the cast is like, you know, did she know this the entire time? And there, I think, is a a discussion taking place about, you know, did Kyle was Kyle were Kyle and Mauricio separated while the season was filming? Was this always going to lead up to that? And people are kind of discussing it through the lens of were we kind of manipulated or right. or misled in the timing versus. Maybe they were really genuinely going through stuff in full t- in real time. Maybe Kyle was aware of something that Mauricio was not, you know? I know, but, like, I'm leaning more toward that they were already separated. I mean, like, at that Variety panel, mm-hmm. this is not speaking out of turn, this happened on the panel mm-hmm. when Kate Arthur was doing that panel. Shout um, out, Kate. The way that she was talking about what Kyle was saying on that panel seemed like they were separated before the season started. I don't know if, the, I don't think she said that outright, but the way she was talking about it was like, you know, we were already in the situation and I had to figure out how to navigate that on the show. I don't know that she was like hiding anything. I don't know how like public it was to their their kids or like, it seemed like they were already kind of living separate lives. And that can mean a lot of different things. So I don't know, like, I, I guess I just feel like with that and with the Morgan stuff, it feels a little bit more calculated than it did to me earlier in the season, where now I feel like there is, and obviously, this is how Kyle is, this is how anyone who's been doing reality TV for this long is, like, there's a little bit of self-producing, mm-hmm. um, but it all feels less organic than it did at the start, even though I completely believe that she and Mauricio are you know, in a bad place. Like, I don't think that's made up. I just think, like, the way that it's been rolled out feels very, very deliberate. She seems extremely disconnected from him. It's one of those things, I think it's just, and then you believe her or not, but I think it's just, and I'm sure Andy will ask, I'm sure many cast members will will join in response, but, like, when did you separate? Yeah. When did you know you were heading to separation? And was that months before filming? Weeks before filming? During filming? After filming? Like, what is the timeline here? Noting that in a person's life and marriage where there's a lot of ups and downs and grays and like, you know, to be continued moments of I don't really know how this is going to turn out. There is, I think, some element of that as well. But like if Kyle and Mauricio had a conversation before filming began of like we're living separate lives yeah. or if she or if they didn't have a conversation but just were living entirely separate lives i think that's information that people have the right to ask especially because it definitely paints certain things differently like i i guess like the because it's it's complicated because there are times during the season that like Mauricio should have absolutely shown up for her the fact that he wasn't at the memorial service a year later but it was Mm -hmm. you know a memorial for her best friend like 
there's no way to spin that where it wasn't wrong for Mont to be there. Whatever, whatever she says now, he should have been there. And she keeps saying he had work obligations and people, and I understand it. But I think a lot of her responses is like, it doesn't matter. He still, even if he had obligations and pe- you are his he should be his first priority obligation. It, even if you gave him permission, right. you know, and said, go he do your have, thing, he should, have he known should, to he should not, not have that. listened to you. Absolutely. He should have been there for you. Right. But I think outside of that, in a larger way, I believe that he wasn't there for her the way she needed throughout whatever stage of their marriage. Yeah. But I also feel like if they were already separated and made that agreement and maybe they were like, we could see other people, whatever it was, like that makes it look a little bit different, his distance. If there was a That's true. If he was checked time. out because he knew that she was. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true because I feel like one of my big critiques against Mauricio, and honestly, there are several, is that he's not listening to her and he doesn't seem to be fighting for her. But if he is aware that she's out or or just in a purgatory area, this is not a normal period of time. If he has that information, that does explain some of his sort of spin. I'm just going to pretend to continue to be the funny guy right, right. and I'm not actively listening. Because if there was a time to be an active listener, I would assume it is when you're seemingly fighting for your marriage, which we have not seen him do not once. Right. Yeah. No, I think that there's that's that's. That's why the timeline matters. Yeah. Um, it's like we're trying to, it's like an unsolved mystery. We're like trying, it's just like true crime. And I think the Morgan stuff, it's like whether she, or not it's real, whether or not she wants to like talk about that specific in, in whatever detail, I think it's a different situation if some of your friends are implying that you might be dating someone if you are allowed to do that within the like parameters of your marriage like if you've by allowed you mean that they I mean like you've agreed on like yeah I I mean you're allowed to do whatever you want but I mean like whether you're doing that within rules that you've established or not makes a huge difference because if you're if your friends think that you are in a monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. and you're they imply you're dating someone else they're implying that you're cheating your mind someone's back there's a little bit of a there's a moral crime there whereas like if you if they know or if you've maybe you're hiding that you are in an open relationship that you've agreed on this. Like it's a totally different situation. Like they could be speculating and you might not like the gossip, but it doesn't carry the same weight. It's not like a, it's not like a mark against your character. If if you believe that cheating is that. How are we feeling about Mauricio right now? I'm not good. He, I mean, his, his, um, his like online personal his like instagram posts his like he's having a midlife crisis it's very midlife crisis like whether like i don't really care about snowboarding in aspen is it's just like very like warning sign number one um yeah no i don't feel good about i don't think their marriage is gonna work i think that like i think at this point like it seems very clear that they are not headed for reconciliation based on like what we've seen in the show based on the, the posting like i don't think I would agree that on this show, there's a sense that she's fighting for it more than he is, but I don't think that she's at this point fighting for it much either because she also like has sort of said, she said like, if he doesn't give me what I need, like it's not going to work out between us. But like she's saying that from a place where it feels like she already knows that he's not going to give her what she needs. I think there's a difference between fighting for a marriage and like understanding some of the emotional language around marriage and relationships. Like I think Kyle is in therapy, in counseling, not solely because of Mauricio, but because she's really trying to pursue 
an independent life. You can have an independent life and be married, but right. that does not appear to be the direction that they're going in. Like, I think she's sort of approaching this more holistically. And I don't know what his approach is at all. Like, I'm not seeing a man who appears to be troubled about what's happening in his nearly or maybe more than three decades of marriage. Like, I'm not I'm seeing someone who has maybe gotten so used to being taken care of that he either does not know how to support his partner or quite simply refuses to. Right. Like how much of Mauricio's behavior is him understanding subconsciously or otherwise that Kyle is tapped out versus him not knowing how to perform happiness in front of the cameras in a way that he has been for several years? How much of it is willful ignorance? I just feel like that's where, to me, the timeline does make a, make a difference. Yeah. Because I think that, I don't think his behavior looks good regardless. But I think Great that, point. I think that if if he knew, if she had already tapped out in some way before the cameras were up, then I think his behavior makes a little bit more sense. It's a little bit more defensible, even if it's still not good behavior, where you're like, maybe he had a couple months with this. Maybe he's like, maybe this has been going on for much longer than we realized. Mm-hmm. And like, he's at a point where he is a little bit more checked out because he's made peace with it on, on some level. So you think he's made peace with I, it? I, I feel like I, I he's I'm, in denial. I don't see him making peace. I see him just, I'm going to continue maybe, to be on my path and this will all work out because it always has before. Well, maybe he's in denial, but I'm saying like, if it's something that they discussed well before the season started, then he's in a different place. And if it was like, all he all he knows, all he's been told in like the version that we're seeing on the show is like, we're having some trouble connecting. We need to be in therapy. We need to like figure this out. It's different. Yeah, it feels like he's not taking it seriously, but that's kind of his been his approach. And I think he's been rewarded for that. Like I am one of many people who is like, oh my God, Maurice is so hot. But also like he seems funny. He right. seems interesting. Mo High in Hawaii at Camille's is always going to be a moment, you know, celebrated in time. <laughs> and I just But there's another part of him. There is a huge cutthroat Mauricio. There's been a huge cutthroat Mauricio with like some legal stuff. There's been a huge cutthroat Mauricio in terms of like going from seven employees to 500 or whatever, 480, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. You don't get to that point without being a killer, which you need to be in real estate. Like those are the people, those are, I'm sure many different personality types succeed, but real estate is like do or die, extremely, extremely high stress and with a huge focus on networking. And so I know that he's intense. I'm I'm sure he can be commanding and maybe God only knows what it's like to work for him. It might be incredible. I just think it's probably a lot, which is how you get to being that successful. The man is like one focus. And I just... I almost wish we saw more of that from him yeah. because I think the difficulty... Well, watch the Netflix series, I guess. Ew, no. I think the the thing is, like, he's never felt complicated. Mm-hmm. And some of those complications might help me better understand him now because we've always seen him as, like, paper mache. Yeah. We've always seen him as kind of, like, this one-note style guy. And, and it used to help him before. And it's just not helping me now at this point when I want to see more of a human person. Well, also, I think it's like, whether it's just this behavior changed dramatically or the show changed how they were, including him in it, or Kyle changed. Mm-hmm. Like, when was the last time we saw him show up for her at all, really? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, I feel like over the past 
few years, he's been much more comic relief. He's been much more like, you can assume That's he's true. going to be high in any scene that he's in. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll say something funny or he'll make a joke he shouldn't with PK or whatever it is. But we're not seeing him, like, have any... I'm trying to think of when we've seen him have a serious talk with Kyle. Or, like, in earlier seasons, I feel like you would maybe get more from him in terms of, like, she's talking about the drama mm-hmm. of, like, with, with LVP or... um or sisters or whatever it is. I mean, they're like talking about family stuff. And I feel like I can't think of those scenes with him in recent memory. He's only there really until this season to like say something funny or, you know, kind of be, be this like comic relief. And it's just not funny anymore. It's not. But I think like, I'm what I'm wondering is like, did they stop having those talks entirely? Was that something that they like, was he just not showing up in that way and having those conversations was she not inviting him into that for whatever reason? Because she didn't feel like she was getting the response that she she wanted from him. Um, was the show edited in a way where they were like, we're going to use him as like comic relief and nothing else? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the shtick is like not working in part because there's nothing else to it. Like, I think about like PK, who is like often terrible, but you can see him trying or at least performing trying no i believe throughout he's the trying. season yeah where it's like he says things that like really irk me but like he does they talk about their relationship he seems to like actually want to be there for dorit um and you know or understand her ptsd even if he's dismissive of it at times whereas like we haven't really gotten that side of mauricio at all um only in this season we've gotten certain scenes where they're talking about like therapy mm-hmm. but like it's not you know what I mean? Like, I feel like with with Dorit and PK, we've gotten much more of them together talking about the relationship. It's just so wild. I guess this is just who Mauricio is or who he's become. Like, you think of the way he talks about how much the agency has grown and how much he has invested in it. And he's just continuing to do projects X, Y, Z, P, Q, E. And I just can't believe there's no investment he wants to take in continuing his relationship if that was even an option. Right. I think that even if they still were separated or, or they were separated, you would think that that would be really the crisis point. Like, I don't know. Is he not taking her seriously? I, I'm assuming he wanted and wants to stay married to Kyle. I, I really am. I'm not, I'm, That's not assu- an, I'm not assuming that. Okay. So I'm making an assumption yeah. that could be 100% wrong. I do not feel like this is a man who wants to be separated, but I also see a man who is not putting in any effort. And that is infuriating. But if he was okay getting separated, which I truly don't believe he was, then sure, that would explain some of this. Or if he was not okay getting separated, but had an understanding that it was going to happen regardless of his behavior, I would understand that. But I don't think that was the case. I think Kyle was looking for him to do something, even if at the end of the day, they got separated or were separated. I still see her as someone looking for him to try. And I just, and again, this is like his choice. He gets to actively not try. It's just sort of bewildering to me for a family that has felt so connected. Yeah, It really is surprising. And also, I just have to say, because I forget if this has come up on AG Classic, but I was talking about it with friend of the pod, SBBD, Sweet Baby Dill. Um, I, it's, 
I, I get that Kathy's at the reunion because we've seen photos of it or video or whatever. So it's like, I get it in terms of like, I know it's happening. But if Mauricio is not at the reunion, I'm going to be infuriated because we have seen husbands at the reunions for less. And it's just really, and I get that Kyle might, have, Kyle certainly would have some sort of say in that. Maybe they said, can Mauricio come? And she was like, no, thank you, but you can have my sister. Like, I don't know. Super weird. I don't know how this worked. And it does feel like some of the Kyle stuff when someone's, when Kim's asking her about Mauricio and she dodges and says in that kitchen scene, she starts talking about Kathy when I think we all haven't, we all, or many of us had an understanding of what it was that Kim was actually talking about right. when it comes to like family at the wedding. I just think he should be there. It's it's just we've been invested in this relationship for so long. There's no reason why he shouldn't be there except if Kyle didn't want him there. And maybe this is callous of me to say, and you know I love Kyle, but like I don't know that she should be able to make that choice. Ciao, AGs. I am speaking to you right now from Rome, Italy, where I am having a little bit of a European adventure. While I love the city and have had so many unique experiences to historical sites, the Vatican, we went to the Pantheon earlier today, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the apartment that we're staying in. And while I really enjoyed getting to know Fabrizio, the owner of the flat, there was a little bit of a language barrier because I unfortunately do not speak any Italian, even though I have watched The Sopranos all the way through at least three times. And this is where Rosetta Stone comes in. What would have helped me enormously in traveling abroad would have been brushing up, also known as entirely learning, the language of Italian. It could have broken down barriers and conversation with Fabrizio. And I also think speaking the language of the place that you're in is a sign of respect to the locals. It's also the ability to fully immerse yourself in the experience. And me not knowing any Italian, apologies to my grandpa Reno, who did make pizza from scratch, it would have been an incredible and even more incredible memorable experience. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really truly hope it won't be my last. The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa. Obvs. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. 
chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic nonstick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to homethreads.com today and live your best real housewives life. Go to homethreads.com slash andyscrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's homethreads.com slash andyscrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. Home Threads, love where you live. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Because there have been so many housewives who were not given the opportunity to say, I would not like that. Like, think of what Quad had to do with Dr. Greg. Because you know, I watched six episodes of Married to Medicine last night. It felt like I was in one of those, um, you know, like those rooms where you're just like in water. It's some sort of like thing where you float i don't oh, know the um like the, the whatever room people are sitting at home what do you call that um something something room <laughs> i was in that last night where i was like sensory, i was like a sensory ba- deprivation sensory deprivation yes where i was like a baby in a cocoon and i was just wrapped up around heavenly and simone screaming at each other and i felt i felt so comforted yeah i felt like this is what heaven must feel like to have six episodes that i haven't seen in a row, it was truly one of the most magical experiences I've had in the last 72 hours. Right. So all that being said, like housewives have had to deal with extremely complicated, toxic, unnerving circumstances. I was just thinking and, about Drew and Ralph. I mean, I mean, she wanted that moment because she had to sing her little song, but and may its memory always be a blessing. <laughs> but we can't even go near Ralph because that's like too much for me. But and I know Quad isn't a housewife, but like spiritually, spiritually. And at that point, quite literally, yeah, she just wasn't a real housewife. But she was a she was a lowercase real housewife. She just wasn't a capital R right. real, real housewife. It, it just I, I don't think Kyle should have the choice. I'm also, again, presuming a lot that we don't know. Maybe he'll sneak in. And for some strange reason, they didn't include it on the reunion. I, Maybe I he, don't think he's going to be there. Yeah, I think we would know. I think we would absolutely know by now. I mean, Maybe he's coaching a basketball team or whatever, like Juan did for three or four seasons when no, he didn't want to be in hot like, water. Right. I mean, 
I, I think that what I really want to know that I don't know is early in the season, in the first episode, with like the way he was sort of reacting to Kyle, it's so hard to tell if he was like stunned by her not like was he upset because he felt distant from her or because it was happening on camera and she was giving him like a different he realized that this was not going to play out the way that it usually uh-huh was on moment and Good i feel point. like that i like what what we read what what kind of the time i read a little bit more as like you know he does want to make this work could easily have been it's not about that it's about not wanting to look like a dick on camera keeping up appearances and like he seems to be enjoying his freedom a lot. And I'm not saying you can't, you sometimes you, you sometimes a relationship ends and it's not your choosing. And then you go and enjoy your freedom. Doesn't mean that you wanted the relationship to end or that you're happy about the ending. But like, I just feel like the sense I get from him and like everything that's happened over the past few months is not of a person who's like trying to make this work. I, when you think about the fact that he doesn't even have the time to listen to her when she's speaking to him. Yeah. And she's she's like talking about the future of their relationship and he's having a nosh like that might I I don't know. Well, I just I think that, yes, I think that like he obviously works a lot. He also obviously is enjoying his free time. I don't know that he like wants to make the time to like fix a marriage and like film a TV show. Well, that's not his TV show. Sure. And also so it's like he's disconnected when they're filming or that's at least what we're feeling while watching what actually airs and then he goes on dancing with the stars like for a man who never has time how did you make the time sir to learn how to foxtrot you know what i'm saying like how did that how did that happen if i can like touch on selling sunset for a minute um, selling sunset yeah i think i'm at least a season and a half doesn't matter terrible show i love it um I think the worst thing that show has done to Beverly Hills impact wise is adding the stupid music to scenes. Selling Sunset out of the have those fake song transitions of like they're real songs, but they're oh. like fake and they're like made for the show and they're Muzak? garbage. Okay. And like Beverly Hills used to be all not so it was all um, you know, music without I'm like blanking on words right now. It it's was okay. it wasn't like songs with lyrics. Okay. And they added those this season. It sounds cheap. It sounds selling sunset. I'm mad about it. Separate, separate issue. That is in fact a separate issue. But it's still important to me. Um, <laughs> on selling sunset, like Jason and Brett act like they are so insanely busy with work and the the agency. And obviously that show is much more scripted than Housewives. Sure. But was it Jason or Brett? I get them confused. The well, one who's like more fine. on the show. I don't, I have no idea. Went like on a vacation with his like 12 year old girlfriend. Sorry, 19 year old girlfriend. Let's I not, don't, I wasn't, not, I wasn't meaning to imply not. anything illegal, just that she's very young. Okay. 19 year old girlfriend. Okay. 22. I don't know. Um, He went away with her for like a month. Like they went on vacation for like a month. And it was like. Was it during August though? Maybe he was maybe, European lifestyle. Yeah, but like, let's just be like real about how I feel like when you get to be that level, you actually, I think there are times when you're working a lot, but I think also like you have so many underlings and you have so much like, I believe that like Mauricio has the time to like do Dancing the Stars and like go on vacations with these like much younger women, Instagram influencers. Like I think it's, he has plenty of time. friends from Dancing with the Stars. Where I think he's like stripping them. I don't know if he's stripping them, but they were like, he was with those like, yeah, were they, they were on Dancing with the Stars. They were like much younger influencers. No, I think that they were, I were think they it was Dancing with the Stars. I, yeah, I, I think the it was show. Dancing with the Stars related. Um, I just think that like, I don't, I don't know how busy 
he actually is all the time. I think he's. I'm not. I'm not taking that away from really? him. Really, I, I think he's extremely busy. I also think he's in control of this bajillion dollar empire. And what's if he wants of, to do something, what's the point of being this successful if, if you can't gonna, take yeah, an exactly. afternoon? That's what's so upsetting to me is that like I think he could. He just refuses to. Yeah. I just don't understand it. But I don't understand men. Like, let's keep it real. I just don't. It just straight men to me are a mystery and one that perhaps I should not solve because I don't know, you know, like what's going to be under that. It's not a good. It's not going to be a good. I don't think it's going to be great. I think I look sometimes for emotional intelligence and emotional maturity. Not to say not to blanket statement about all straight men, but just like there. Sometimes you're, you're like looking for something in someone and maybe they just refuse to let you see it. Yeah. Maybe it's there. Maybe it's not. But on top of that, on top of that bacon wrap scallop is like a le- in, in the layers of the onion, whatever other stuff I, I guess want to nosh like. But I'm a vegetarian, so that doesn't really work. It, it just it feels like either he has it or doesn't, but it sort of doesn't matter because he just refuses to learn. So he refuses to do or learn. Let's let's assume that he's not coming to the reunion. Which is insane what, to me. What but I'm just Maybe wondering. You had a tango lesson. Who's to say? <laughs> I'm wondering, like, am I going to get from Kyle any sort of satisfying answers to what's going on? Well, what does satisfaction on, look to you? I don't know. But you want to watch what happens live? I thought that was she was very open. Yeah. She spoke that was great. Mm-hmm. I feel like because I'm a little bit nervous about how she's playing this now because of the Jeff Lewis thing where she was like, it's all media fabrication and like you know i don't but that's specific to morgan i'm sorry to people who are like obsessed with that i'm just not i'm focused on mauricio and kyle like genuinely that's my instinct i don't i sort of don't care about morgan show was edited to make it look like they were together so they are or not and i think that some of this is pr strategy with the like very specific paparazzi agencies who truly well, you do need to like right. schedule that's, that in your google right. cow like <laughs> they're not tracking kyle and morgan in the ways that kyle is presenting that yes. they are um but all that being said this is like a kyle and mauricio okay, conversation. So, so so take that out of it i still feel like are we going to get a true timeline are we going to get like kind of an honest assessment of where they're at like i don't what, what, do you, what would you want at the reunion well this is the thing of like a timeline is like we're talking about it truly like it's true crime and there has not been a i mean the crime of love like putting that aside it's to say a timeline here when every i don't know i just think marriages and relationships are so complicated but I don't want to give too much grace to the gray because, yes, either you had a conversation about the fact that, like, we're taking some time apart or didn't or you just started operating that way. Yeah. It's just it feels muddled. But I think a lot of marriage is muddled. But I but I also think, see, this is complicated even how I talk about yeah. it. Like, I also think that there's obviously stuff that we're missing here. I wonder how much of that she'll attribute to like, our kids didn't know. Yeah. We didn't really want to get well, that's into an, it. That's, that's an answer. I mean, like, I think that the problem for me is like, what are we doing at the reunion? If Mauricio's not there, like, what is Kyle going to talk about? Why about, is Kathy there? I don't know. There's so, I don't, this season I do to not, me is really good. I'm sorry. Like, I do not. Agree to no, disagree. I'm, I'm we don't you, need Kathy there. I'm glad that you They're are doing well. We, it's like, what? I, what is she there for? I love Kathy, but like, that's why it, but it feels stunty. It feels like that. that, that that's, we did that with Jamie Lee. It was so stupid. But that was just a moment. Like, I don't know what this is going to be like, but I'm like, I'm sorry, but this and the Apollo on Married to Med reunion, like, I don't love this, like, 
this new kind of like we're doing a it feels like a stunt cameo reunion thing. I don't like that. I feel like there should be enough to talk about with the people who were in the season. Um, that might just be for um, Phaedra, though, so that because of her, quote unquote, former doctor boyfriends mm, who stayed yes. anonymous, we know that this person exists. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, maybe. that might just be sure. to try we'll, to we'll, make this we'll whole situation we'll make sense. I mean, like, I think it I think it was given how much Apollo has been talked about this season, like it makes sense mm-hmm. for him to be there. Kathy's been talking about it a lot, too, but it's like, yeah, I don't I don't need this. And it feels very like. I don't think the season started and they were like, we're going to have Kathy at the reunion. We're going to have Denise at the reunion. Like, I think these are things that happened in part because the reunion to me should have been a lot more about Kyle and Mauricio, both there, both talking about this. And if that's not happening, then we have all these bells and whistles because like, what are we doing there? I don't want, I don't want an episode about esophagate and we're going to get it. I don't think we're going to get a full it's episode. It's a three-parter. I think what's going to happen is Anna Marie is going to be chatting an awful lot with her hot takes on literally everything because I think she knows she's, you know, being looked at a certain way as far as, like, is she going to be one and done or is she going to continue? And I don't think I really need that energy. No. Like, Can I be... And this is not problematic, meme, but I just want to be a little bit mean about Anna Marie um, and say that the diamond theme party felt so thirsty to me. It's so, like... It felt so like you mm. want to make an impression, and this is a show where you're holding diamonds. Like, I did like the ice sculpture. More people have done that. She's not the Denise first. Denise did the same thing. Yeah. I, I just, like it, a diamond ice sculpture. I do think sure. it's a giggle to it us, just, and I just, appreciate it that. It just felt very, very... Well, the Corbell was not great for her. And then the whole thing where she was just... Like, she was trying so, so hard, and it felt like she, at that point... Because I don't think she's she's a dummy. I think that she, like... It took her... Maybe she's stubborn, She's something. Wait, I don't get what you're saying. What I'm saying is like at some point realized that she had played this wrong and it took her a long time because she hung on to that esophagus thing for so long. But I think at some point, I had a point somewhere in there, um, at some point realized that she had to like change course and this party, which I'm sure she was always going to host a party. I mean, but it, it just felt very like, let me really like establish my presence here and be perform housewife but isn't it better late than never or is it just the fact that it felt well, I don't, so false yeah i don't know i mean like I, crystal throws a party it's a party you know what i'm saying yeah like, it's not it's even not, denise throwing a party was like a little bit of an lol because she's not like fancy with a capital f but right. it's still like she's a she's a star you know right. so it well none of that sort I mean, of worked well, beverly hills is interesting because like a lot of them aren't are like they have a lot of famous friends but they're not like super fancy like i mm. think rinna like is sort of rinna's like whole thing was that she was sort of like D-lister mm-hmm. doing diaper ads and mm-hmm. like married to Harry Hamlin who again like was a huge star in the 80s and then kind of like yeah. there's a little bit of like a, a campy like yeah, yeah. They're, they're like in Hollywood but in like a sort of a removed way I think it's a wink when we know that right. they're doing this specifically that, for cameras that's not like glamour um, and Denise is obviously part of that as well I mean yeah, a huge 90s, 90s yeah. star who then you know but um, yeah Anna Marie I just feel like there's not really anything she could do now that to me would make me want to see more of her. I just, it's not only esophagus stuff, although that was obviously like the worst of it. Mm. I just don't enjoy her. I don't think like she's fun in scenes. I don't, I think I, I've heard you talk about sort of the fight in Spain and like the, the, with Crystal and like she was sort of giving something. What I didn't like about that fight is that the, while I appreciate fourth wall breaking, I don't mm-hmm. like that she was basically like, you should be grateful that I gave you a storyline this season because it just felt, she said, I made you relevant, but like, we know what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit too like, 
I don't want you acknowledging that you're basically creating drama for the show. And that's what it felt like to me. It felt like she was saying to Crystal, like, I'm doing my job and got you to speak up and you should be mm-hmm. grateful for it. And I, I just feel like that, because otherwise, what does that mean relevant? Like, she was talking about the show. Yeah, which was I, I like it's it's it was of, a leap for it's her. Kind of a it's kind of a good line. Freshman season, but it's it, not but a good it, line. But the more you think about, it, like at the, at the moment, you're like, ooh, and then you think about it, and you're like, actually, what are you saying? Like, why would Crystal need you to be relevant? I think the Anna Marie issue is that I don't know that any of anyone in the cast likes her, and I don't mean that in a way of like being bitchy. I just mean I don't think the people in the cast have like affection for no, her. Not at all. I don't think she has any relationships. Kyle made use of their dynamic and Kyle's power position to seemingly engage Anamori in doing things that Kyle hasn't been held accountable for. Maybe we'll see that in the reunion. Maybe we won't. I think we'll see some of that. I some would of it. Some, yeah, yeah. But I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be skirting around it a little bit. Um but sort of regardless of that, I don't see Anna Marie like hanging out with anyone no. unless they're filming no i don't think any of them like her and that's a problem and like diana who i never want to see on my tv again so like don't get this the wrong she's way probably, she's probably like owns all the tvs in the universe at this point just in <laughs> hearing you say that she's like i guess i own all the tvs now <laughs> um but they did like her i think it was because she was extremely wealthy but like rinna like latched on rinna and, well, erica, rinna like, and erica latched yeah. onto her like Leech but they, style but they yeah. They clearly spent time with her. Yeah. Because they... They do enjoy her now and her houses and Hawaii. And Anna Marie, I think none of them like. I think even the ones who like, like Erica at best neutral, it doesn't seem to actually like... I don't think they dislike her. her. I just think they don't care about her. And maybe sometimes they are annoyed by her. Yeah, but she's annoying. She is she's annoying. Like really, like, at, Which at, is a, a positive quality, honestly, for future housewives. We do, we respect a villain. We might not respect an annoyance, but they it, give good TV so, sometimes. It so depends. Like, sometimes when Sutton's fighting, she can be annoying when she just starts repeating things. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's great TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think Anna Marie being annoying is great TV. I think it's, like, it's taking my enjoyment away. Like, I really want to know what the season would be like if she had not been part of it, because... I do think it would have been more about Kyle, maybe more about Dorit, not necessarily want more of that. But like, I think that she was a distraction and it ended up going so hard into her versus Sutton, her versus Crystal, that it took away what I was really loving about this season. Um, it's it's so hard to, to say, but I, I do feel like she was she was a, a, a net negative um, on the show. And the interesting thing is, like, with Andy pushing her so hard, I'm thinking, like, is he doing that so that people will stay invested? Is he doing that to lie to us and tell us she's going to be better? Or is it just sales? He's always doing that to an extent to get people interested. I think also, like... I do fall for it. I'm sure he was aware of the negativity surrounding her before she started, Mm. which maybe he felt the need to counter preemptively Mm -hmm. by saying, like... Probably because he knew she was, she was like a flop from the start to be mm-hmm. like, hey, she might not be your favorite at first, but she's really going to come into her own later this season. It's like maybe he felt like he had to kind of like do that to give her a fair chance. I don't think it helped. I think if anything, it set up expectations that like she did yeah. not meet. Like she's not, she is not like, like, yeah, she was part of conflict, but not in any way that I like want to return to. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, the whole thing with her and Crystal also was frustrating because. It was edited in a way that was like she finally got Crystal to like really, 
yell and like speak up for herself. But then there were moments we know happened with Crystal that were cut out of the season or shown in mm-hmm. flashback to create that narrative of like Crystal was really quiet until Anna Marie showed up, which is just like not true. I think that kind of bothered me on Crystal's behalf because it feels really unfair to paint it that way. That felt like creative editing to me, given the trailer included moments, you know, the, the where she was with Garcelle and that scene. Yeah. And then there was, um, I think there was earlier, in the, there were a couple times earlier in the season where she said she had said more in those scenes that had been mm-hmm. cut out. And it ends up being like, oh, Crystal's barely in it. And then Anna Marie shows up and now Crystal can really have her moment. I don't like that. Can I ask you a question? Did you watch The Housewife and The Hustler? I did not. Fuck, man. I don't, I don't. It's tough. I don't really like. I would recommend it, honestly. Part two. I would recommend part two. I watched the clip where she's meeting the victim. It's not enough. You really need to see it in full. If you if you have interest in watching it and truly, I just, like, if you I don't, just... no problem. But it's going to color some Erica stuff. It's it's not, I was not expecting to feel the way that I felt during it. I'll say that much. Okay. There's I mean, an upcoming Andy Scrolls with somebody who was on it. Erica has had such a fascinating season. Yeah. Because I would say it's been mostly a good season for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the last episode, I that was a, it was a weird scene because I I don't really know what she wants them to say. She wants them to say we're sorry we ever questioned you, which is like not going to happen. Um, but I think it's fair for her to say I felt really vulnerable and hurt, and I felt like I was attacked. Like that is what she felt. That's totally I get that. Um. But it's like the season started with her saying, like, how do I perform empathy? Like, how do I, like, learn how to feel for other people? Like, it, she kind of, like, betrayed her own, you know, whatever it is that makes her so about herself. That made her last season say, I don't care about anyone but me. Like, wherever it's coming from, like, that is a real part of her. And yeah, yeah. you can't ever fully get past that. And the reality is... Uh, regardless of how you define empathy for Erica, she did not exhibit a lot of it for the members of her cast that she was talking to about demanding an apology or at least stating that she still wishes and and wants one. Right. Because she's seemingly incapable of putting herself in other people's shoes. I appreciated Dorit in that scene. Yeah. Which I have not appreciated Dorit much (laughs) this season, but actually she was good at the start and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorit territory. Yeah, she's ending. I think she's on ending on a higher note. Yeah. I think that. And what then, a low like, bar. Her, her saying her Garcelle conversation, like at the t- in Spain where they went over it again, I thought was great. Her being like, I think she really rescued herself from the you know I'm Jewish thing, where she was like, I'm not comparing what I've been through to what you've been through, but here's what I have faced and my perspective on that. So like, when you say that I'm in a bubble, I just want right. to clarify that it, it was a much yeah. better way of articulating what she meant and that. Sure. And then she completely fucked it all up with her Instagram posts. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, But I appreciate her saying to Erica, like, I said, like, one thing to you that was, like, negative, and you're hanging on to that, even though, by and large, I supported you for so long. And that's I had my head up your ass. Yeah. She said blind support. Right. Right. I think, like, it would have been... This is the only time I would have wanted to see Rinna in that that context, because I wonder... I I would want to see how Rinna would react to... I don't know. I wonder, like, because Rena was the most soldier of all of them in terms of Erica. Hmm. And I kind of want, I wish that we could see her, maybe by the other women, held to account for that. Because she made them look like they were more 
attack dogs than they really were because of how deferential she was to Erica and how the next season when Erica was like having a meltdown, she was trying to get her away from cameras and get her like, you know, you're making yourself look bad on TV, whatever it was. I'm just interested in, in how Rena would play into that kind of like... Maybe not. Maybe it's boring. I mean, you're giving me face. No, I just I don't think it would have been positive. I think it would have been Brenna being like, yeah, guys, why weren't you, you know, more blind? And than maybe, you I, are. maybe I want to hear Garcelle say like, you know, but we heard Garcelle say, I it. guess I don't need I don't need Rena I don't want, to I don't, fuck shit I don't, up. Listen, it's already I don't, like I don't want Rena back. I don't want Rena back. I don't think she would have added anything yeah. to that okay, moment. I think she would have made it worse. And I don't, I, I listen, I respect a lot of what Rinna did on Housewives. I'm not taking away yeah. from that. I just think the Rinna Erica doesn't reflect well for the viewer because it's just sort of frustrating to watch because Rinna's never going to say how she really feels. Yeah. And God forbid she actually is saying how she really feels. That's even more depressing, I to think, be honest. Yeah. I think it's, it's with Erica, it's like as much as I enjoyed her for most of this season, mm-hmm. and I think she played it really, really well. Mm-hmm. What we'll never get from her is an understanding of why the earrings were such a topic of conversation. And it was not because, whether they were literally purchased with money that belonged to other people or not, she she has to reckon with the fact, and maybe she has in her, in her own way, that the money that funded her lifestyle whether directly or indirectly was stolen was stolen she will that's the point that she will never get to and i don't i think andy is so talented at the reunions and lately he's just like really really been killing it i just don't know that we would ever get there because i think she'll sell him a bill of goods and he'll be like yep that sounds great moving on because no one wants to you don't want to like reckon with what that really means i mean like where would you be if you hadn't profited from stolen money don't you think she's had enough time to think about that i think she's actively refusing to you know what it kind of reminds me of but like on a much on a much less serious scale love is when nepo babies get really they don't know how to answer the question when all you what where you want them to say like um yes i had certain advantages Mm -hmm. because of who my parents were and i really wanted to prove myself outside of that this is so different but there's like a thrill in my head yeah where it's like i think for erica to acknowledge that any of that money touched her and her lifestyle would be taking away from what she feels like she's done on her own and i think that she we need to hear her acknowledge that and it doesn't diminish the fact that she has done things on her own that she didn't know where the money was coming from most likely like i think that she's afraid to draw any lines between tom and herself in that way and the irony is so much of her persona was that her lifestyle was afforded to her by her husband right so the idea of being like but i don't want people to think i didn't earn it and it's like sure but also your persona was like i'm married to this extremely rich man how many fucks do i give none and it's expensive to be me (laughs) so like there is a a greater irony at play the analogy made sense in my head no 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 i don't i'm not saying it didn't make sense i'm saying it's ironic (laughs) no i know i know isn't it ironic don't you think i was just thinking about how i was a little too ironic i was like nepa babies are basically um stealing from widows and orphans which is not what i meant but okay well that's how i'm (laughs) taking it um listen i Diazville. We have not. We. I want to talk to you about Married to Medicine. I want to talk to you about Miami. Yeah. So this is going to be a two-parter, Andy's girls. Great. I was going to do a tip with you, but we need to discuss Miami. Okay. So instead, this is a two-part Andy's girls. Part one. Lewis Peitzman. Tell the EGs where they can follow you on social. Read your amazing works. All that and more. Um. You can follow me on Twitter slash X at Lewis Peitzman. And I'm also under my name on Instagram, which I'm trying to use more. 
and uh, Letterboxd, where I post about movies. Love that. And guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley, allegedly thread, same handle there. <laughs> so sorry. I love threads. I just, I forget to thread, but I will be better at threading. And join the Andy's Girls Patreon, number one way to support the pod, get exclusive bonus episodes, and so much more. Um, words are hard. Let's transition over to part two, shall we? Let's do it. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And we will chat with you soon, like in two seconds when we uh, start part two. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.